What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So let's just jump right into it. I would say the biggest story from last night was the fact that the Baltimore Orioles snapped their losing streak. They finally got a win, and they did it against a pretty tough pitcher. They did it against Otani. It was a 19-game losing streak. It was the longest in Major League Baseball since 2005 and the second longest in franchise history, but now, it's, now that's behind them. They actually did it by homering three times in five innings off Otani and then eventually tying the game and pushing ahead on two bases loaded walks in the eighth inning. And they piled on with an Austin Hayes pinch hit two-run double, which was the dagger. They ended up winning the game by a score of 10-6. to six. Obviously not a typical start for Otani because, you know, I mean, it was three home runs, but, uh, you know, a bunch of them solo shots. Four Ernie's on the day for him and five innings pitched. And, yeah, I mean, that that's what happens once in a while. I mean, he's not going to he's not gonna throw a gem every single time, but it's one of those things that, you know, kind of shines a light on baseball, that baseball is a high-variance sport. You know, I've talked about this before, right? This is why in baseball you play 162 games. This is why you play series. This is why the season is so long because baseball is so high-variance. Seeing this outcome yesterday was not a surprise to anyone. Because on any given day, you can have this stuff happen. And it ha weird stuff happens all the time where the worst team in the league can beat the best team in the league. And everyone's like, okay, yeah, just move on to the next game. And the idea is that over the long run, the best teams will stand tall. That's what always happens in baseball. But in the short term, there's a lot of volatility and a lot of variance. And you don't really know what you're going to get. And we saw that yesterday. But... You know, I'm not going to downplay what the Orioles did. It was a very, very good game from them. And, you know, it was a lot of the likely suspects. I mean, Cedric Mullins, Anthony Santander, and DJ Stewart all went deep off Otani. Cedric Mullins, leadoff home run in the first inning. He was two for four with three RBIs. He continues his phenomenal season. You know, if he was on a contending team, he'd be right in that MVP conversation. He's going to get some votes some down ballot votes, you know, not like up there, like first or second place or anything. He'll get some down ballot votes because his numbers really pop out and they really stand out at you. I mean, coming out of the leadoff spot with, you know, what is he? He has now 22 homers, a 307 average, 897 OPS. He's, he's doing a lot of damage. So there is, there is a bit of a, a question floating around now that we are, what, you know, a little bit over a month away from the end of the regular season, 35 games remaining in the regular season. The Astros have a five-game lead in the AOS. They're pretty comfortable, even though they're 27-23 they're since June 27. And, the, I mean, the o Oakland A's have only been 24-24, So kind of, you know, the dog days of August have caught up with them. But my point is, even though the Astros are poised to win the division for the fourth time in the last five years, there there's some question as to, well, do they want to bring – Justin Verlander back for the playoffs? Well, unfortunately, that, that's that's probably not going to happen. I mean, Verlander got hurt in July 2020, okay? But he didn't undergo Tommy John surgery until September 30th. And that surgery typically comes with a one-year recovery. It hasn't even been one year since he... It's been 11 months since he got the surgery. So... I mean, the last time Verlander talked to the media was in May. He did leave the door open for a playoff return in relief. But he did say it was a long shot and it would increase his risk for re-injury. 
But whatever the case, James Click, the Astros GM, said earlier this week on his weekly radio appearance that Verlander will not return for the playoffs. So it's hard to say uh, where Verlander is going to be playing next year because he's going to be a free agent. But you can bet the Astros will definitely give him a qualifying offer. But who knows where he's going to pitch next year. I thought I'd mention that because I did see that. I, I did see something float around about that, and it was um, pretty interesting. But speaking of the Astros, how did they do yesterday? Well, they won in extras by a score of 6-5 to five over the Royals. And a walk-off RBI ground out by rookie Jake Myers. They staved off a big 7th inning by Kansas City, where, seven, where Kansas City put up a 4 spot. And, you know, you got more offense from the big you know, from the big hitters in the Royals lineup. Whit Merrifield was 2-for-5 with a grand slam. That was that 4 spot in the 7th. And then Salvador Perez homered in homered in the fourth inning off of McCullough Jr. That's his 34th home run of the year. You know, we were just talking about this the other day. You know, Salvi had a chance to get to 40 home runs. And I think I saw, you know, six or seven catchers have ever done that in the history of the game. It's that, that That's quite a milestone if he can get there. He needs six more to do, and I think he will. I think we'll see it happen. But, yeah, we're, we're seeing a phenomenal season by Salvador Perez, and he continues to turn some heads. So, moving on, if we go to that series out west, the Dodgers beat the Padres. This one was a marathon, I mean, relatively long marathon game. I mean, especially with these runner on second rules, this ended up going 16 innings. And the Dodgers got a 5-3 win at Petco Park. Nearly six hours was the length of this game. A.J. Pollock hit a home run in the 16th inning. But, man, that was an absolute marathon in San Diego. A lot of back and forth, but a win's a win. Walker Bueller did start last night. He twirled an eight-punch-out gem. It was Bueller versus Snell. And, you know, this game was well-pitched. was well-pitched on both sides. But it ended up being decided in the extra innings because Bueller goes six and two-thirds with no earned runs. Snell goes seven and two-thirds with one earned run and ten punch-outs. But at the end of the day, ends up being the Dodgers – taking that lead with the A.J. Pollock in the 16th the 16th, the 16th, 16th inning off of Daniel Camarena, also his 16th home run of the year. Will Smith also chipped in with his 20th bomb of the year. Unfortunately, there is some news coming out of Philadelphia that Reese Hoskins will be out for the season. So he was placed on the 10-day IL earlier today, but... It's gotten worse because they're saying now he needs to undergo surgery to repair a tear in his lower abdomen. So that is that's a bummer for Hoskins because he had actually put together a pretty nice bounce back season. He's been a big part of their success. I mean, not just him, but obviously he, he's a big part of it. Obviously, you have Harper, Real Muto, and those other guys too. But you know, Hoskins is giving you a legit bat there in the middle of the lineup. I mean, so far this season, he had 27 homers. And 133 OPS plus, you know, 864 OPS, great numbers, but now they're going to have to do without him. I don't really know how you're going to replace him. I mean, they just demoted Alec Bohm to AAA. And Alec Bohm is obviously their top prospect, and he's been their th- starting third baseman for much of the year. They might have to bring Alec Bohm right back up because you need someone to play that corner spot. That really could be it. But uh, 2.4 fan graphs war from Hoskins, I mean, that was that was a huge huge uh, uh, benefit to this club. 
but now they have to make do and see what what they can scramble together. I was just talking about the Padres a moment ago. I, I am seeing that the Padres have activated you, Darvish. He's actually going to start tonight's game. That was on the table earlier this week, so it is confirmed. He is going to start tonight's game. We don't know yet about Mookie Betts. You know, there were some rumors about him, I guess, since I haven't heard it. He's probably not back, but um, that you know, that's what's going on there. And the Yankees also activated Gio Urshela, and he's going to start at third base tonight during tonight's game. So he's joining a surging Yankees team in the middle of an 11-game win streak, and this is going to push Rugnet Odor to the bench. Even though Odor has been very good for the Yankees, this is where he's going to be suited for now. I mean, he's put up one win above replacement through, uh, through both baseball reference and fan graphs so far. And actually, if you want to believe it or not, much of that value has come from his defense at third base. He's giving you two defensive runs saved over 169 innings, and he's giving you a lot of power with the bat as well. I mean, the, the power is is how Ruben Odor um, contributes to the lineup. He definitely doesn't get on base much. I mean, he, his career OBP is 290. He has a 296 OBP this year, but he'll leave the yard once in a while. He has 15 homers on the year. You know, if you look at that ISO, that, you know, isolated slugging or whatever, um, that that's what you can see that, that that shows you he has power. But yeah, nonetheless, he's gonna go back to the bench. Gio Orshella is the better all-around player. He had been out with a hamstring strain, and I mean, since it was a hamstring strain, maybe they're not gonna play Gio every day right out the gate, and they want to keep Odor fresh. So you could probably see, um, you could probably see some some uh, days off here and there, but that's. That's the news. It's gonna be, it's gonna be Rubenet Odor to the bench, and then they should be getting Glaber Torres back sometime in the near future. But that's yet to be seen. So that's really gonna be it for today. Just a really short one. Looks like there is going to be, uh, you know, some good, good baseball today. We will have you know, a bunch of weekend stuff going on tomorrow. But looks like we have actually some series starting now. I believe, yeah. So the Yankees begin a series in Oakland today, out on the West Coast. And that's big, obviously, for AL East and AL West and wildcard implications. And that's going to carry on into the weekend. So that's something I'll keep my eye on. But um, that's going to do for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.